0: What happens in Vegas is etched into the Stanley Cup FOREVER. The Vegas Golden Knights WIN Game 5 9-3 to three over the Florida Panthers and WIN their first ever Stanley Cup. I'm Steve Dangle and this is Cup Check. Steve Dangle of SDPN might I add. There's lots to talk about and before we talk about it Think you know which way it's gonna go? Like for example if the deciding game of the Stanley Cup final was an over under of 11.5 would you go over? Well then you should make your next bet at Sports Interaction. Sure hockey's over, basketball's over, but there's a ton of baseball on there, golf. Whatever you want to bet on, Sports Interaction has you covered pre-game, live betting on all major sports and prop bets. Want to bet? Head to sportsinteraction.com sdpn and download the Sports Interaction app but only if you're 19 plus Please play responsibly. They don't call me $2 Steve for nothing. You know, it's funny. As soon as the Vegas Golden Knights won, I got a text from a friend that said, I could have swore. They won in 2018 when it was their first season, didn't they? It kind of feels like they did if you don't think about it too hard or remember it, it the way it happened. But for them to even get to the cup final, for them to even get three wins away, which is what they were painfully close in 2018, was ridiculous. It was unprecedented. An expansion team of misfits going all the way to the Stanley Cup final and being the Western Conference champions. Maybe the reason it feels like the Vegas Golden Knights won the Stanley Cup before they did tonight, is they have done NOTHING, NOTHING, but WIN. They've gone to the Stanley Cup Final, they've gone to the final for like half of their existence, and the year after, the only time they missed the Stanley Cup playoffs for very understandable injury-related reasons, guess what? They win the Stanley Cup. And DOMINATE. DOMINATE! 9-3! 9-3! to three, A hat trick in the Stanley Cup Final for Mark Stone and that's not even the guy who wins to Conn Smythe! It was Jack Eichel! And it wasn't Jack Eichel by the way, I just said that and you were like yeah that makes sense because Jack Eichel was so good. It was Jonathan so I want to focus less on game five itself because that was a slaughter and more on the actual stories of the Vegas Golden Knights and the Florida Panthers and we gotta start with the Florida Panthers because look they're down 3-1 in the series heading into tonight but they've overcome a 3-1 series deficit before they did it against the Boston Bruins and that also seemed unlikely. Who's to say they can't do it again? Well this felt way different and maybe that's some recency bias but the Panthers were playing with a largely, fully healthy team at the time. Heading into this game we knew guys were banged up, we knew guys were playing tough and like Brandon Montour he's been playing through it, it's not even he's been playing poorly but like we know he's been injured, there have been a couple other Panthers who haven't quite looked right and none more so than Matthew Kachuk who had put on some truly Herculean heroic efforts In big moments, but the dude wasn't playing. He was barely ever playing, and then he would go out there in a big moment and show up. When it was announced that he was not playing with the Florida Panthers season on the line in the Stanley Cup final, you knew it had to be something great. After game five, Paul Maurice, it sort of muddied the waters a little bit because it wasn't as clear as twitter made it sound. If you watch the actual video it doesn't sound like Paul Maurice knew the actual specific bone that Matthew Kachuk fractured but it was something in his chest or clavicle or something GRUESOME THAT YOU NEED TO BE A HUMAN! Dude how do you do anything? How do you take a shot? How do you breathe? How do you sleep at night between games? How do you eat? Matthew Kachuk, according to Paul Maurice, had to get his equipment put on him and have his skates tied. Aaron Ekblad played with a broken foot. More from Aaron Brown, Rinkside on Twitter. Aaron Ekblad had a laundry list of injuries, broken foot, suffered in the BOSTON series, two shoulder dislocations, oblique tears. That's ridiculous! His, his foot, his shoulders, his obliques, the top, middle and bottom! Like no part of Aaron Ekblad's body didn't hurt. Think of how we lionized Eric Carlson in the 2017 run for the Ottawa Senators where they came out goal short of the Stanley Cup final. Aaron Ekblad did that! He broke his foot in the first round! During a 3-1 comeback against a record-breaking team! Anyway! This was supposed to be just about Matthew Kachuk and the wall that the Panthers had to climb over here but it's so unbelievable and unfathomable and it's very not unfathomable because we get this laundry list every year but this year's is particularly gruesome for the Florida Panthers. So this is the sort of thing they were up against with the guys in the lineup let alone not having Matthew Kachuk in the lineup at all which was the right move by the way. I don't care how good of a hockey player he is, you need a sternum. As producer Drew has pointed out, that was the injury that kept Sam Girard out of the second half of Colorado's run last year. So you knew Florida was gonna be up against it and the puck drops and they get the first few shots and they get the first few chances and Aiden Hill has to stay strong and stand tall! And the Panthers take the first penalty of the game but they kill it off and then Keegan Colasar takes a penalty and that was a very silly penalty and the Panthers head to the power play and is this where they take the lead? No, this is where Mark Stone <laughs> skates right up onto your doorstep and snipes it at point-plank range. And At the time he scored it that meant a short-handed goal could potentially be the game winning Stanley Cup clinching goal how Mark Stone of you. And that's when the Vegas Golden Knights smell blood. Not even two minutes later, banging, crashing in front, the whistle goes, the puck is in the net, and what? What? Is it a goal? Which we ask an unbelievable amount of times while watching the sport that we all love and have watched hundreds of games of. Actually let me think, no thousands, definitely thousands. But this explanation from Cam Sharon on twitter should hopefully explain it. He posted the whole rule but I'm just gonna quote the tweet. Rule 37.3 clearly states that goal is the correct call here. Chris Rooney blew his whistle at the exact moment Nick Haig swiped at the puck and it was free the entire time. It's not like Haig was whacking at a covered puck. The goal counts, it's just Haig's second of the playoffs and it's 2-0 Vegas after one. You can't be in a better position than that. So Florida's gotta come out strong and they do! Aaron Ekblad, dude with a broken and torn everything, puts it on and it beats Aiden Hill! I almost said Sergey Babrowski. I was, uh, <laughs> I got some practice saying that tonight. It beats Aiden Hill! and it's a game. And it's a game for another eight minutes or so. And if you're a fan of the Fast and Furious franchise, that is where the Vegas Golden Knights hit the Nas button and took off for good. Vegas's defenders leading the way, Petrangelo to Eichel, Eichel over to Martinez who SCORES HIS SECOND OF THE PLAYOFFS just like Haig! But this is special! It's a 3-1 Vegas lead but if the Panthers are able to score another one and that's how the game ends, that would be Martinez's second Stanley Cup winning goal and there's a reason that that is hugely relevant. He has only scored, only, 93 goals in his NHL career between the regular season and playoffs. That was only Martinez's 14th career Stanley Cup playoff goal. And i did the math if that had ended up being the stanley cup winning goal which it was one goal away from being 14.3 of the stanley cup playoff goals that martinez had ever scored would have won the stanley cup that's stupid that's dumb it doesn't make any sense it's also not a stat on account of florida scored three goals but it was pretty cool at the time less than two minutes later riley smith the florida panthers computer boy cast off 4-1! Almost exactly five minutes later Mark Stone with his second of the game, 5-1! And at that point if you're basically anybody except for maybe a Toronto Maple Leafs fan you gotta be like 5-1! That's gotta be enough to win it! And with 1.2 seconds to go in the second, Michael Amadio jams it in. The waiver wire pickup dude. These guys have misfit DNA. They found a way to add stars but misfit DNA does not stop at the expansion draft and now it's 6-1 that's it. Nearly half the third goes by, Barbashev makes it 7-2. 25 seconds later Sam Reinhart scores to make it 7-3 and you're like yeah yeah. Forsling scored to make it 7-3, oh the loudest building that I've ever heard, ever heard on a television. It oh it, it it got quiet for a minute there. It got quiet everyone puckered. But when Mark Stone hit that empty netter on his third attempt to make it 8-3, that was it. Let the hats fly, that was basically the game done? Nicola Waugh, Nick Roy, whatever you want to call him, you call him a Stanley Cup champion with his third of the playoffs with a minute left because why not? WHY NOT? And the Vegas Golden Knights win their first ever Stanley Cup. And I'm gonna start with one of your questions because it's important to the conversation we're about to have. Good question here, if the NHL can be a copycat league, what are the copycat takeaways? From the 2023 playoffs. Well what you probably think I'm about to say is you gotta be big, you gotta be big, you gotta be mean, you gotta be tough and I I do think most of those things are true and Alex Petrangelo wins his second Stanley Cup with a big and tough and mean team. But Jesse Blake said one of my favorite stats of these playoffs just the other day. In the Stanley Cup final, every single player, I said every single player, the Vegas Golden Knights used on the ice, forwards, defense, and goaltenders. Every single player was over six feet tall. Six feet or more, every single player on the Vegas Golden Knights. Except for one player. And that player happened to win the Conn Smythe Trophy as the playoff MVP. Jonathan Marchiso. Take a bow dude. He, he found a way. To complete the Herculean task of not just being the playoff MVP but tying Leon Dreisaitl for goals even though Dreisaitl hasn't played in a month, what a mutant. So what do we take from that? Maybe you say well hockey is a team sport and hey you know you can have the little guys out there and they, they play like they're six foot five when you have a bigger team out there. M- maybe that's true, maybe that's the case. Maybe we're focusing a little too much on how big and mean the Vegas Golden Knights were because the Florida Panthers were big and mean too and they were very antagonistic and Vegas just wouldn't tolerate it. They met the Florida Panthers at the their aggression. They met every bit of aggression the Florida Panthers threw at them and they were able to withstand it and dole it back and those guys up as well. Punishing hits, crushing hits, all the after whistle stuff. There, ev- every game was five hours. But if you take that lesson from these Stanley Cups, I think you're taking the wrong thing. You can't simply make your team bigger. I thought we learned this over a decade ago when the Boston Bruins basically bullied the Vancouver Canucks into a Stanley Cup victory in 2011. Lots of teams tried to replicate it. Lots of teams sucked at it. They got bigger, they did not get better. Because you can look at this Vegas Golden Knights team and all the big pieces that they have. You can look at some of the big pieces that the Colorado Avalanche have but wait a second that's not like a big team per se and you could look at some of the big pieces that the Tampa Bay Lightning have and Oh okay, well they have some big guys but you know Braden Point and Nikita Kucherov and all the best guys on all those teams, including the Vegas Golden Knights, had skill. It's not like you think of Jack Eichel as like a big guy, right? Just because he's six feet tall. All those teams had skill but what they had, and yes this is coming from a Leafs fan, is a complete lack of fear. A hunger, a, a desire, a burning bloodlust for the Stanley Cup to win, to beat you at everything, beat you to the puck, beat you to the corner, beat you to the neutral zone, beat you just just the attention to detail that comes from a a zealot like passion. If you look to just get bigger and tougher, I guarantee you, you will miss out on the next player like Braden Point who was passed over several times in the draft. You will miss the next Jonathan Marchessault, who went completely undrafted! He just became the first undrafted player to win the Smythe Trophy since WAYNE GRETZKY! And as Maude from Game Over Ottawa pointed out on our Stanley Cup stream for Game Over on the STPN YouTube channel, as Maude pointed out Gretzky was already on the Oilers when he joined the NHL. He joined the NHL when the Oilers joined the NHL, so like there's an asterisk on Gretzky even being undrafted. And if you want to get real technical about it, Jonathan Marchessault WAS drafted. By Vegas. IN THE EXPANSION DRAFT! Because the Florida Panthers ASKED VEGAS TO TAKE HIM AND RILEY NASH! Ah, ah! Being big is good. Being tough is good. Being good is great. I think variety is the spice of life. Your team needs to have an identity. Just try to get better. There is one person in this Vegas Golden Knights organization that I want to give a particular shout out. Tom Parashka. I pulled up his page from EliteProspects.com. If you don't remember who that is, you might remember him from his other name. General Fanager. Before Cap Friendly, there was General Fanager. He had a site that kept track of uh, the salary cap and everything and I went to it religiously and then the site unfortunately went dark because he got hired by the Vegas Golden Knights. And if you look here at his staff page, he was an analyst for the Vegas Golden Knights starting in the 16-17 season and if you think about that for a second, wait a second, the Vegas Golden Knights did not play in the 16-17 season, that's right! He's been a member of the Vegas Golden Knights since before they even played their first NHL game. He got a promotion this past year and guess what? General Fanager who ran a website that I believe he built himself because he taught himself, he used, he used the project to teach himself how to code if I remember correctly because we had him on the Steve Dangle podcast. This dude is a Stanley Cup champion like Phil Kessel who is a three time Stanley Cup champion, General Fanager is gonna get a Stanley Cup ring. I'm pretty sure he's even gonna get etched on the cup. Follow your dreams. FOLLOW YOUR GOSH DARN DREAMS! That is a fantastic story. And man, the way the Vegas Golden Knights were built, uh, if it's a copycat league, make the hard decisions. Make the hard decisions. In Toronto for example, There's a lot of conversation about oh, what's gonna be the Leafs' uh, Masai Ujiri-Demar DeRozan move? And they just haven't made it. The the difficult decision to get rid of an extremely popular player, Marc-Andre Fleury, and try to find a way to get better from it. It started out really bad (laughs) when the Vegas Golden Knights did that and they took a lot of criticism for how they treat players and I think it was deserved. But all the players who were hoisting the cup tonight seemed pretty happy. And we'll end with this one. Why can sternums break? (laughs) Well when you put it like that. Sternums break because sternums are part of a human being and human beings are brittle and delicate and we can hear about these players and the heroic feats that they pull off and they grit it out through injury and you take a puck to the face and you shove some gauze up your nose and you put a cage on and get right back out there Johnny we hear those stories and sometimes I think a lot of the sport a lot of all sports come down to luck not just the bounces though staying Healthy. The Vegas Golden Knights played over a hundred games this season. Staying healthy through that is a miracle. I think what these guys do is miraculous. Not because they're superhuman, but because they're human. And with that said, the 2023 Stanley Cup champions are the Vegas Golden Knights. Vegas Golden Knight fans, you had to wait six long years. Dude. I cheer for the Leafs, I've been waiting a lot longer than that. I hope you appreciate just how special this is and I hope Vegas parties like Vegas tonight. So that is it for this season and that is it for this final episode of Cup Check. Thank you very much for watching, click like if you like this video, click subscribe if you really like to tell all your friends. You can watch the replay of our reaction to game five on the STPN youtube channel just go to the channel and click on live and you know that i'm leaving sportsnet uh i got three more videos to make and i think i'm gonna make at least two of them tomorrow a hat picks and a dang it and look for those on the sportsnet youtube channel because then that'll be it brand new steve dangle podcast tomorrow